Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about why sleep is so important for our health, for our well-being. And this one is in particular for you if you are cutting down sleep to be more productive or because you might even be thinking that it's a waste of time or if you have sleeping problems and you're not sure if it's really worth to change this, then we're going to walk through a couple of very good reasons to get you motivated to prioritize sleep in your life. So let's start off with a strong statement And this is that sleep is the foundation for longevity, happiness, energy, health, for anything that's important to us. So sleep is this one essential thing and it's free. So if somebody were uh, out there were able to invent a pill that delivers on the things that sleep does for us, this person would be rich. No question about that right away. Unfortunately, if we do not get enough of sleep, The opposite is also true. So we're going to harm our happiness, harm our longevity, our energy levels, our health, and everything that's important for us. So we should really, really be very conscious and aware of what sleep, good sleep, can and will do for us. And this message is in particular important if you are cutting down on your sleep to get more done, to be more productive and so on, because actually the opposite is true. And we're going to walk through why this is the case and how you might want to rethink this. I will say or think if somebody cuts down on sleep to get more productive, then it's a little bit like as if you are uh, preparing for a race and you want to get good running shoes. Now, you've got 100 bucks and you go into the shoe store and what you do because you think you want to be super smart is that you pick the best shoes, but unfortunately, they cost $200. So you decide to go with one of those shoes rather than getting two decent shoes. So now you've got a top sneaker, but you only have one. And guess what's going to happen that race? So that's a little bit like if you're cutting down on your sleep to get more productive, to get more done. So to walk you through all of the information that you want to keep in mind when it comes to why you should really prioritize your sleep, I'm going to use the structure of the sleep map. And step four, five, and six are about the body, nutrition, and mind. You uh, might already know that. And uh, it turns out that these three aspects that we can work on when it comes to our sleep are also the main aspects that we're going to benefit from. And this is uh, a particular true for the body and the mind, not so much for the nutrition, because that's a thing that we do to keep our bodies and minds going. Uh, But, you know, if we look at the benefits, they're going to benefit our body and our mind, which are step four and six out of the proven nine step system that I use to guide people back to high quality sleep that you can use on your own. You can go to sleeptrust.eu and download your free version of the sleep map. uh, And that will give you a good indication of what you should work on to improve your sleep quality. But now let's start off by having a look at what sleep can do against or for our bodies and our minds. And we're going to start off by having a look at our bodies. And the very first big block here is that sleep 
is super important when it comes to hormone regulation. It doesn't matter if we're talking about the human growth hormone, which is important for our celery creation, uh, melatonin levels, which is not only uh, important for falling asleep, which we uh, might have, or most of us might have heard when it comes to uh, sleeping and melatonin, but melatonin is also very important for other functions in our bodies. Cortisol levels, which is our stress hormone, leptin ghrelin, which is there for the appetite regulation, testosterone, and probably a lot of hormones more that get regulated and balanced through a proper amount of sleep. A second very important thing that happens when we're sleeping is that our brains flush out poisons like beta amyloid out of our brains with a much higher efficiency. So it works 10 to 20 times as good as when we're awake and beta amyloids are suspicious when it comes to uh, Alzheimer's disease. So a thing that we really want to keep in mind. And talking about diseases that your risk will increase if you don't get enough sleep, Alzheimer's is only one of them. Like, it doesn't matter if you look at heart attacks, strokes, cancer, diabetes type 2, and others, a lack of sleep always increases the risk of getting them. And I think it was Matthew Walker who pointed out one particular study that they did over a long period of time, like over years, that showed that workers that didn't get more than six hours of sleep, so they got less than six hours of sleep, had a four to five times higher risk to get a heart attack. And that's like a massive number. But let's switch to the positive side here. It also means if we get enough sleep, we are going to look, feel, and be healthier. We're also going to look better, more awesome. Uh, our lifespan is going to increase. We're going to have enhanced motor skills and our weight regulation is going to work in our favor, so it's going to be easier for us to keep our weight. So let's move on to the mind now, and I'm going to start off with the disease part so that we can turn over to the positive aspects after that. But it's important to understand that our risk of getting a mental disorder just raises if we don't get enough sleep. Uh, and this is true for feeling uh, depressed, feeling anxious, feeling emotional imbalance. Uh, the reason is that our amygdala which is our emotional center in our brain, is 60% more active if we don't get enough sleep. And that can lead uh, to feeling us like a victim of our emotions, which is not a particular uh, good thing to be. So on the other side, if we get enough sleep, what can this do for us? And there are a lot of positive things. First off, one thing that we get in our sleep is REM sleep. It's a special sleep state, and we know this as the stage of our sleep where we dream. And dreaming is what Matthew Walker, a well-known sleep expert, also calls our built-in therapy system. So this is a chemical-friendly environment where we can walk through information or, or things that happen to us uh, over the course of the day and kind of proce process this information that it's going to feel better the next day. We all know that, like you go to bed with bad emotions, something bad happened, and the next day you just feel so much better, right? The second big thing that we want to have a look at when it comes to our minds and sleeping well is the memory storage. So things that we learn over the course of the day are stored in our short-term memory. And what happens when we sleep is that this information gets processed and the relevant information gets transported into the longer term memory storage. So on the other side, 
if we're not getting enough sleep. So let's say you're trying to learn a lot, so you're cutting down on your sleep and learning long hours. Uh, essentially, what's going to happen is that you're going to forget most of it. So it's really not worth doing that. Rather, keep focused when you're awake and try to get enough sleep to improve that memory function. And by the way, if you want to reap the most benefits out of your learning efforts, then take care that you get enough sleep. And if you want to be super smart, maybe schedule in a little nap after a learning session, because that's also proven to help you to memorize information better. So overall, what sleep will do for your mind is that it's going to help you to feel more creative or be more creative. You're going to have a better mood. You are going to be more productive, more focused, feel better, emotional balance. So all good reasons to take care that you get enough sleep. And I'm a big fan of our brains. Like I believe this is just the most miraculous thing that you'll find on this entire planet probably. And there are a lot of miraculous things to, to have a look at and to appreciate and to be thankful for. But our minds are just somewhat special. So treat them as they deserve to be treated. And they're going to give so much back to you. And if you were to ask me what you should do with this information, I think I would boil it down to a three-point checklist. Checkpoint number one would be ask yourself if you are prioritizing sleep in a way that it should be prioritized according to what you heard today. The second thing would be to ask yourself what of these things motivates you most to get started to improve your sleep quality. And the third would be to pick one thing that you can do that you think is achievable for you that you know will make a difference uh, when it comes to your sleep to pick one thing and to start doing that to take action on that one single point. Because I think think big start small is a very good way to succeed here. But as always, it's up to you what you do and make out of this information. You might come to the decision that it's just not the right time to take care of this, that you just need to get that next promotion or get your kids uh, to get a couple of years older or whatever reasons life can um, kind of bring up for us. Or you say, this is the right time. The time is now. Uh, I know that if I take care of this, I'm going to improve all aspects of my life and move on from there. So, um, Whatever you do, if this got you inspired to think about it, definitely check out sleeptrust.eu and download your free version of the Sleep Trust Sleep Map, which is a nine-step process that will help you to find back to superb, deep resting and natural sleep. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. Sleeping enough and in the right quality will help our bodies and our minds to flourish and decrease the risk of getting a serious disease. It will also help us to feel good and to live to our fullest capabilities. The three things to get started that you want to do is first to ask yourself if you are prioritizing sleep the way it should be. Second, what would be the one thing that motivates you to get started to change things for the better? And third, to pick one single thing or action that you know will improve the quality of your sleep. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you're going to tune in next week when I'm going to answer the question, what sleep stage is the most important for us? Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast, 
or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.